Welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast with your host who proves you don't have to be a fanatic to be fit, William Mitchell. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Making Fitness Funner podcast. For the past two weeks we've talked about carbohydrates and there's been a lot of misconceptions about carbohydrates that I hope we've cleared up. Today we're going to talk about something that probably has even more misconception and that is protein. First, let's talk about what are proteins. Proteins, like I said, for carbohydrates, they're large molecules made up of a lot of smaller molecules. The thing that proteins are made up of are little molecules called amino acids. There's 20 different amino acids that make up proteins. When we talked about carbohydrates, there were three monosaccharide building blocks for carbohydrates, which means that no matter what you do, carbohydrates are going to be very simple. The proteins are very, very complex because you can put these 20 different amino acids together in an unbelievable array of different ways, which gives them so many more things that proteins can do for you. Whereas carbohydrates really only have one function, and that is to give you energy. 11 of these amino acids are non-essential, which means if you don't eat them, your body can make them with no problem. There are nine of them that are essential. You have to eat them to have enough, and if you don't eat them, your body is going to take some out of other stores like your muscles or your organs to be able to have enough of these essential amino acids to make what it needs. So when you eat a protein, your body takes apart all these little amino acids and stores them, just like you store in little Lego blocks, and it puts them back together to make other proteins. So the only difference between a cow protein, a moo protein, and a u protein is the order that the amino acids are put together in. So all of your proteins are just different arrangements of amino acids. I was in the gym one day and I heard these two guys just vehemently arguing over which was better to take, an amino acid supplement or a protein supplement. And I was sitting there thinking, they're the exact same thing. So why do we need these proteins? What do they do in our body? Almost everything in your body is either protein, fat, or water. So they make up most of the structure of our body. They also make enzymes, and enzymes control all the chemical reactions that go in our body. They make hormones, and hormones are the way our body talks to each other other than the nervous system. They regulate the fluid balance in your body. They regulate the acid-base balance in your body. They make up collagen, which is the matrix structure that a lot of things are built on in your body. They serve as transporters. Now, there's different kinds of transporters. There's transporters that take things throughout the body, like hemoglobin. And there's transporters that take things from outside of a cell to inside of the cell. They even form little spools that the DNA wraps around to keep the DNA all neat and tidy and keep your DNA from getting messed up. They make up immune antibodies. So when you get sick or you take a vaccine... They make little pieces, your body makes little pieces of protein that recognize immediately and deactivate any of those same illnesses so that you have immunity from that illness. So there's a real long list of things that the proteins do in the body. I don't know if you noticed that one was glaringly absent, but I'll talk about that in a little bit. The biggest thing is structure. Every day you make between 50 and 70 billion, as a conservative estimate, new cells. Some people say up to 300 billion new cells. That's every day. That's 50 with nine zeros after it. That's a whole lot of new cells. And all those cells are very tiny. Most of what they're made up 
is protein. So you got to have a decent amount of protein to make all these new cells. People who are trying to add muscle mass, they need more protein because your muscle is made out of protein. So if proteins are this important, we must need a lot of them every day. Not quite. We really need our daily intake to be between 10 and 35% of our daily calories. Now, really, that's a ridiculous range, 10 to 35. If you've got a 2,000-calorie diet, that's between 50 and 175 grams of protein per day, or between 16 and 60 grams per meal if you eat three meals a day. That's a really big range. The other way that you see people say it is you need between 0.3 and 1 gram per pound of lean body mass, which is just about the exact same ranges. So that's about how much protein you really need to have enough protein to supply your daily needs. So as long as you're somewhere within that really broad range, you should have enough protein to build your muscle, to build your hair, your fingernails, your bones, um, your hormones, to carry things around in your body, to do all of that. That's how much protein you really need. Now this is where the misconception comes in. So many people think that protein is one of our primary energy sources for the body. And it's really not. Um, it kind of reminds me, a, a friend of mine wanted me to watch this movie called Idiocracy. And in the movie, the human society had gotten to where they just weren't very bright. And one of the things they did was they used everything was a sports drink because it had electrolytes. And electrolytes were really good. And their plants were all dying because they were watering them with sports drink, which had electrolytes. And they, the thing under it would always say, it's what plants crave. Plants don't crave salt. You put too much salt on a plant, it's going to die. We've got the same idea that protein, it's what our body craves. You know, we just keep wanting to make a higher protein this and a higher protein this. And we get all these snacks that have high protein to give you energy. I don't know if you noticed on my list of things that I said that protein does, energy was conspicuously absent. The reason for that is your body does burn protein some, but it's a very last resort. Your body would much rather burn either sugar or fat to get its energy because both sugar and fat burn really, really cleanly. If you burn either of them, you give off carbon dioxide and water, both of which are very clean substances. And I'm going to exaggerate here. So those of you that know about the cellular metabolism, you're going to realize I'm exaggerating. But whenever you burn proteins, there's so much other stuff in it. Instead of giving off just the carbon dioxide and water, think about the smell of burning hair. That's kind of what you're doing for using protein as an energy source. So really, whenever we keep doing all the stuff saying, you know, it's high protein, it gives you energy, those are two entirely different things. You can have high protein, it's going to help you with a lot of other health things, but you really don't need it for energy. Now, I know some of you are really upset. You're probably arguing with me saying, what about the high protein diets to help you lose weight? So protein, if you eat more protein, you'll lose weight. That's not exactly correct. Protein helps slow the absorption of sugars so that you don't get the blood sugar spike and then the blood sugar crash and you're not as likely to eat as much. It improves your feeling of fullness and helps you feel fuller longer so you don't get that hunger and go out and have the afternoon snacks. But eating more of anything is not going to help you lose weight. The only way that you're going to lose weight 
is to actually consume fewer calories, is to eat less. Eating towards the upper level of protein and cutting back some on your fats and your carbohydrates will lower your calorie count and it will allow you to have more of that feeling of fullness so that you're less likely to snack. But just saying, well, I normally eat this much, I'm going to eat even more protein so I'll lose weight. That's not going to work. That will eventually cause weight gain instead of weight loss. So that's one of the things where we've got a major misconception. The protein itself doesn't help you lose weight and really shouldn't even be considered in part of the energy equation except making sure that you don't eat so much protein that it causes you to add weight. So what are the best sources of protein? In my opinion, this is really my opinion, the ones that you want to eat. Now, you really need to watch and make sure that they're not really adding to your calorie balance. Like if you eat a steak, a lot of times the steak has a lot of extra fat, which adds a lot of extra calories. So you need to be aware of that. You eat a protein bar, a lot of those have either extra carbohydrates or once again, in my opinion, even worse, a lot of artificial sugars, I mean, a lot of artificial sweeteners. So plant-based protein, animal-based protein, whatever you want to eat, just watch for the extra calories and you should be fine. That should wrap it up for proteins. Next week, we're going to delve into another macromolecule that also has a lot of misconceptions around it. We're going to talk about fat and hopefully destigmatize some of the fat consumption. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If I've said anything that you thought was enjoyable or worth sharing, please refer this to a friend so that they can have more fun in their fitness journey. Also, please remember to subscribe and like the podcast. As always, I'd like to thank One Accord for the bumper music and Paul Sink for the great intro work. And I hope you'll join us next week as we try to make fitness funner.